Welcome to my podcast, where the truth is upheld and my life's journeys are unveiled. It's 2024, y'all. Let's go. I'm coming up on the rough side of the mountain. I must hold to God's hand. FC Barnes, y'all, way back in the day, day, day. Your mama, your daddy, your granny, your uncle, your grandpa, somebody, somebody that you know in your family then saying, I'm coming up on the rough side. Welcome to 2024. Woo! If you are hearing the sound of my voice, y'all, we have almost made it through. We have almost made it through. One and a half weeks left to go until the month of January 2024 is complete, done, zilts, it's nada, never to be seen again. Can you believe it? My goodness, when I say, when I say the days are getting shorter, somebody understands. I am so grateful to have this platform to connect with you. Advocate for Truth here. If you're tuning in for the first time, this is my platform where I talk about overcoming a journey, a process, tarrying through a lifetime of toxic relationships, but I'm still here. By nothing but the grace of God. I will have been maritally separated for three years in just a few weeks. And when I tell you that I'm coming up on the rough side of the mountain, this is not a testimony of defeat. I'm in the incline now, y'all. This is not no, you know, um, loosey floozy walk. Now I am actually putting in the sweat equity of faith to continue to persevere through this journey that I do believe I have been predestined for. I don't worry about trying to figure out the where, when's, why's, and how's. The Lord God has comforted my mind enough to know that if I just grasp on to the biblical truth, that at the end of the day, it is not about me, I'm going to survive. It's going to be all right. Whatever the outcome is, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, it's not my concern. My concern is being a servant, a servant to the potter, a servant to the master, and ensuring that all along the way I speak truth, I'm honest, I walk in truth so that I'm able, I'm liberated, I'm liberated to be uniquely uniquely used by God, no matter where I go, no matter who I see, no matter what platform I'm on. If you don't know, I am also a nationally syndicated radio broadcaster on WDRBmedia.com, Apple Music, Streamer, TuneIn Radio, you name it, I'm on it, Fridays at 3.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time which translates to actually 12.15 p.m. 
Pacific Standard Time. Y'all, this journey, I'm so grateful for 2024. The tests and trials of just the first 19 days, 20 days of this month, have been beyond measure, beyond imaginable, but I'm still here. I'm smiling. I'm walking. I have the grace to state that the enemy this year tried to get me down, y'all. When I tell you, when I tell you that, that, woo, Lord, don't have me cuss on here. When I tell you, when I tell you how I had to fight through this year, when I tell you I had to wrestle with my flesh this year. I had to wrestle with my responses this year. So far this year, the Lord has had to bridle my tongue. He's had to strap my body down to the gurney of gravity. Do you hear me? This year right here, if I were to respond out of the flesh, y'all, I think I would be doing It just would not be anything less than me floating in the sky. I'm telling you, the Lord has had to, by the pressure of gravity, just strap me down. But I made it. I have a smile on my face right now because I made it. And through the sweat, through the temptations, through the wanting to respond when I I was told to be still and the sitting on of my hands, the biting of my tongue, the clenching of my teeth. God has yet again allowed me to walk through yet another experience of long suffering. If this entire journey wasn't enough, What I can say now that capitalizes on any and all that I've already experienced is that the biggest battle for me is self. And the will, the the and the and the desire, the desires of my volition, but the submission of my spirit. So this this battle of being in the world and not of the world, this battle of being simultaneously spirit man and fleshly man, spirit woman and fleshly woman, it ain't no joke. Year upon year, I've given testimony of this journey. What hits home to me is what the Lord God says in Matthew, I believe it's Matthew 15. That the Lord did not come to bring peace, but he, he came to bring division amongst your household. Father against uh, daughter, father against son, mother against daughter, mother against son, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law, father against son-in-law. Correct me if I'm wrong. Go back and read the correct uh, verbiage of the um, exhortation, but just understand that this walk here, It was never designed to be pretty. And that's the raw truth of the matter. It was never designed to be pretty. Once we were conceived and we became, we, and we were um, maturated to the age of understanding, as the Bible says. And once the Holy Spirit has called us from darkness into the marvelous light of the Lord God. 
We are in. We have been enlisted and we have been called. We have been drafted into the warfare of this life. Denominations in this world vary. Some believe this and some believe that. But the truth of the matter is that spiritual warfare cannot be bound by denomination. It cannot be bound by ethnic group. It also cannot be bound by socioeconomic status. Spiritual warfare is just that. Now our responses are learned. And one thing that I can take away from 2023 and apply to 2024 is the willingness for me to be led by the Holy Spirit, for God to allow the means of people who have been there, done that. They don't necessarily have to be older, but they need to be wiser. They need to have some learned ability to walking and walking through this life. They must have some learned ability in walking through this life when it comes to spiritual warfare. Because spiritual warfare, y'all, that'll, that'll take you right out this life. Spiritual warfare and your response to it, it will make you or break you. I do not deny any work, any work that Jesus Christ has, has paved and set before us as we pattern behind him in this life. But spiritual warfare, spiritual warfare, had not, had not Jesus Christ been the son of God chosen to be blameless and come as incarnate man on this earth to walk this earth as an example for us today could have easily fallen to the attempts of the principalities and powers and spirit and the and the, the um, presences of darkness in the spiritual warfare in the battles that even Christ faced now if we're not sinless yet saved by grace if we have to submit to the guidance of the holy spirit if we have to take up our cross as human beings daily and come before the Lord. If we wake up with our head on the wrong side and our, a crook in our neck and a, and, a, and, a, and a crook in our back. And at any moment, in any day, in any week, we could wake up and totally be walking in carnality. You better know that those are the moments that you can easily fall. Succumb to the temptations of this life. The temptations of warfare. Easily, easily. I was uh, reading about King Asa, David's son, in First Kings, and I was reading how Asa he was sought by God as a good king who was upright before the Lord, who did what he was supposed to do, who, who cast down the false idols and followed behind the patterns of his father, David. He, um, he even went as so far, he even went so far as to be so obedient to the commands of the Lord to tear down the false idols and to eradicate the land of perversion that he even tore down the temples that his grandmother made. And I just thought to myself, I said, you know what, Asa? You know what, Asa? Thank you. Because throughout the scripture, I am constantly finding 
reflections of commitment to the Lord God's will, no matter what, no matter who, no matter the association, no matter the tie, no matter the denomination, no matter what, obedience, no matter what. First Kings fifth chapter 15, y'all, verses 19 through 15 is what I'm referring to when I'm when I'm stating that Asa also removed Maka which was his grandmother from being a queen mother because she made abominable images of Astra a Canaanite god but you know something else that I noticed with Asa along his journey along his journey somewhere it seems like his focal point on trusting in the Lord and the obedience towards and reverence towards the Lord God as his source, as his, as his sustaining power. Somewhere Asa, somewhere Asa, somewhere brother Asa, the lines seem to get, get crossed. And even though the Lord, even though the word of God mentions that Asa was buried with his fathers, it also mentioned, mentions that in Asa's last days, he developed a disease in his foot. And the word of God says that Asa, when you cross-reference in First Chronicles, that Asa sought the advice of the physicians over going to the Lord God for his ailment. And that he tarried until that disease was great and horrible. And I said, Lord, what do you want me to read from this? I done read this passage of scripture about three, four times now. And each time it seems like you keep bringing me back to read this again. No matter how far I try to read ahead, you, you keep telling me to go back and read about Asa and the end of his life. And at the end of his life, having acquired this disease in his foot, And the choice that he made. You just keep telling me to do that, God. What is it? And what I'm thinking about is the journey, the tarry, and when you get old in age, when you get tired. You don't have to be gray-headed. You could be journeying so, your journey could be so intense in the Lord that it's just a matter of time within your human experience that you get weary And in that weary moment, you have a choice to turn left or to turn right. You have a choice to move forward or to go backwards. It seems as I read the word of God that Asa, in his old age, in his old age, based on what the word of God says about Asa's diseased foot in 2 Chronicles, that Asa decided that God wasn't enough. That seeking the Lord to heal him, seeking the Lord to address the disease in his foot, that Christ alone wasn't enough. And that he needed to seek, that he chose to seek a physician over seeking the Lord God. Now you drop a comment if you read something else in the scripture that tells you that Asa did seek the Lord God, and and pursued God, pursued God, pursued God, pursued God, and then came at by default 
to the human means of a physician. Tell me where that where, where you see that because I could understand that. <coughs> but what I read, I read that Asa allowed that disease, that Asa allowed that condition to, <coughs> excuse me, he allowed it to bring him to a place of devastation. And when the disease, when the condition got to a place where it was great, he went and sought the flesh instead of looking to the Lord. <coughs> Excuse me. My challenge to you, listener. As I reflect on 2024 and how 2024 has gone thus far. The diseased situations in my life. The tainted and polluted situations in my life. I am charged to continue to continue to cry out to God and ask God, ask God for understanding, for wisdom, and for deliverance. And if the Lord God would see so fit that I should tarry through these situations and circumstances, I'm asking God to align me with the, with the means that he deems acceptable, means that do not scave my conscience, means that do not grieve the Holy Spirit, means that do not turn me away from suffering and usher me into what I deserve, means that keep me honest and truthful to align with me and to walk with me as I tarry through, as I tarry through. When I tell y'all that if I had not been so grounded in the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit's leading, if I had not had so much reverence for Abba Father, and if I had not believed in Christ alone, in Christ alone, not by works, lest any man should boast. If I, if those had not been the fundamental um, premises for me in my faith, 2024 and the arrows that have come my way thus far, I do believe, I do believe that if I had sought human understanding, my current outcome would be a whole lot different. But my hope, my gratitude, my gratefulness is that I didn't turn that way. I looked to the Lord for understanding and I didn't wait until the situation overwhelmed me where I was drowning. Right as it was happening, I asked the Lord for understanding. Right as it was happening, I asked the Lord, what do I do? Right as it was happening, Lord, I'm overwhelmed now. I need you to move right as it was happening. And my answer was, open up your mouth. And speak the truth about the situation. And over the process of a, of a couple of days, I was set free. But if I were to hold on to that circumstance, if I was to hold on to those circumstances and allow them to eat at me and try to do it alone, saying that I'm praying about it, but really my heart is getting darker and darker and darker because I'm really overwhelmed. The word of God says that the Lord will not put more on you than you can bear. 
but we will put more on ourselves. The Lord, the word of God says that the heart is wicked and no man can know it. But we walk around thinking that we can guard our hearts and we understand the, 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 the things that fester in our heart. Stop lying to yourself. We walk around with superiority complexes, thinking that we've reached a certain point and now we're not touchable to those who are beneath us. Stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to yourself, you Pharisee. Stop lying to yourself, you hypocrite. Stop lying to yourself, Nabal. Stop lying to yourself. We walk around thinking that we can handle fools when even the Lord God turns his face away from those who will not hear him. Stop lying to yourself, thinking that God is authorizing your movement to work outside of your human understanding. Get out the way. Ask the Lord to come in. And if he tarries too long where you really can't hear, ask God to show you who. And that's the thing, y'all. I've said this before. Follow me on TikTok at Advocate for Truth. If you have no one to trust, if you don't even trust yourself, if you're not an honest person, there is no way in the world you're going to be able to operate as a warrior for Christ on the war zone for the Lord God, for truth, for the truth of the gospel through your walk in life. If you're not even an honest person who trusts yourself, let alone trust other people. What is trust? Trust is, is predicated on relationship. It has nothing to do with the flawed uh, rationale of perfection or someone who is of no sin. You gain trust in humans based on human on humans' repertoire. So the repertoire of a human is one that is flawed. However, you have human beings who are and who have done the work or the Lord has revealed himself themselves to them in a way that they're self-aware. And so the, the sins that they do sin, they're able to call them out. They're not deceived. The things that they see in other people, they're able to speak truth to the situation and not function outside of a, 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 a saving face or a masking or a self-preservation. Those are truthful people. People who are honest are willing to lay things on the line for the sake of truth, understanding that truth sets them free. Do you have someone like that in your life? Are you that person? Because I'm telling you, as the Lord, as the time for the Lord comes, no man knows the day hour, no man knows. But as the time approaches for the Lord God to return, if you're standing on, if you're not standing on truth, you will not survive. Because this world is full of deception. And one of the greatest deceptors is for us to respond based on how we feel. One of the truest deceptors is for us to think that we are more than we really are. One of the truest deceptors is for us to seek acquisition instead of walking in the principles that the Lord God has laid. And I'm about to turn this into a whole nother podcast if I don't get off of here. (laughs) This is Advocate for Truth, y'all. It's been a minute since I posted anything longer than 15 minutes, but you know what? Today was the day. Please follow me on TikTok at 
advocate for truth. If you like what you hear, please tune in to my radio broadcast on WDRB Media, Apple Music, TuneIn Radio, and Streama every Friday at 12.15 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you really enjoy this content, I would appreciate if you would head over to Cash App, type in Advocate for Truth, you will see the same bio picture that you see on this podcast and donate to this podcast. Your donation will allow for me to sustain the nationally syndicated radio broadcast as well as help to cover the time and effort that it takes to put out the content that I do every single week. Thank y'all for being a part of the Advocate for Truth family. Follow me, like, subscribe, drop a comment. And this year, I would love to hear your voice. Please drop a voicemail. Ask me a question. I love to talk. Ask me a question and I will answer it live here on this podcast. I hope y'all continue to walk in truth. And if you're not, start today. Peace. listening to this episode if you like what you hear please follow the podcast drop a comment send a voice note i do answer them then head over to tiktok and follow me there at advocate for truth have you ever donated to the advocate for truth podcast if you haven't i do have a cash app set up it's advocate for truth there you'll see the same profile photo that you see on this podcast you'll see it on cash app So it's safe, secure. It's me, Advocate for Truth, y'all. Peace.